Welcome to the Out of Ashan podcast. Just getting back from the BTE Farms and Cole, such a great experience that when we started the Ashan Foundation, we spent a lot of time in the book of Genesis, the first two chapters, and it's still unfolding seven years later. This weekend, we went out and had to establish some of the infrastructure for this new venture that we're going in with different partners back to Eden Farms. And what is the the concept? It's about regenerative farming, about getting back to the land and following the blueprint that the Most High laid down for how we're supposed to operate on the earth. So if you follow the sequential steps that are lined out in Genesis, it talks about how the Most High created the environment, sun, moon stars livestock and the funny thing he said he made all creeping thing he made all living creatures is what it says first i think that's verse 25 or 26 then it says that he made cattle and cattle is such a huge part of especially the american economy the food um distribution chain and how valuable cows are to our existence and we're going somewhere with this because the the focus for our podcast this week is about relationships because we're seeing such a breakdown in the family structure and the dynamic between male and female the reversal of roles traditional role versus modern roles progressive you have all these different variations but it can become very confusing because everybody is unique and different everybody within a relationship structure have their own proclivities, ways of seeing things, perspectives, so forth and so on. So that makes the dynamic very difficult when the the overall structure is is not in favor of building family unity and progression. So how do we in the 21st century learn how to reconnect back to our humanity, which is tied to our mental health, which is tied to the high level that we're seeing now of drug use, even amongst people in our community, in Afro communities, drug use, not just normal, like marijuana and things of that nature, but now it's uh, the prescription drugs are becoming fentanyl and all these other drugs are wiping out communities like a plague. And there's something spiritual and emotional that's connected to that, that we have to, we're trying to figure out. So as we were on the farm this weekend and trying to establish certain things as we begin to progress, and you'll hear more about that and how you can be a part of it very soon as we begin to launch into that space. But it was very exciting to graze the land co and begin to recall as we were meeting with different um, governmental entities to um, establish our presence there in the in the new town we met down there at the local chick-fil-a which gave them a whole sense of pride like hey we're on the map now we're no longer a small town so we had our breakfast meeting there with some pretty uh key individuals that are that are going to be um in partnership with us as we continue to grow but after meeting with all these different government entities and then telling us how you're supposed to conserve conserve the land, how to do things properly and so forth and so on, I began to laugh because the most I once again, Genesis one and two came back up in my mind and replayed and it, it got down to you have to have relationship with the land first. 
if you have no context, not even the awareness that you come from the land, because when the Most High created things, he created us from the land. Even when you die, what does the, the minister or the person say? From dust to dust, ashes to ashes, right? We come from the land. I know we've said this in previous podcasts. You look at our hair, the way we look. We are the land people. We actually were made and formed in the land. And in Genesis chapter 2, it talks about after, after the Most High created all of the elements. And then he said I, he needed human beings to come and take care of the land. So that's where he made us. And then it talks about the location being Ethiopia. So that's the first location we pick up, which is in the continent, which would make sense of why it's so resourceful and why the people who are a part of that from a bloodline or from a genetic DNA connected to the land are so resourceful and why the world is the way it is because the people from that land is not operating in their fullness because they lost touch with the land. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, get back into alignment, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from the heavens, the universe, Forgive, realign, autocorrect, and then heal the land. Because if your land is good, what I'm learning, you know, we learned about how we need to become seed and grass farmers. Grass is so important because that grass is what the cattle feed on, what the goats feed on, what the sheep feed on. Then guess what? That's what you're eating for dinner. So all of us are impacting one another. And if you don't have a good relationship with the land or understand where your food is coming from, what type of land... This is the minutia that the Most High is teaching us because it's in those details. The fine print is where you find the healing for the mental and the emotional and the relational context. So that was a really cool reminder that the Most High gave being on the land that he made the herb first or the grass, then cattle, then us to take care of them in that order. So if we're following in the ways of the father and we are made in his image, we need to have a relationship or a consciousness of the land. You need to be more aware of what you're eating. I remember having a conversation with a colleague and it was so beautiful to realize that a lot of the depression she said she was feeling was based on the stuff that she was eating. She kept overeating and binging, but she was binging on junk food, which was then doubling the problems, which was then showing up in her relationship with her boyfriend. So I was like, hmm. So this whole month, the Most High has been really helping me to look past the normal where we're trying to find formulas as to why your relationship isn't working because you don't do this enough for your man or you don't do this enough for your woman. That is the leaves and the branches. But if you want to get to the root, what type of stuff are you ingesting? Doesn't the scripture say garbage in, garbage out? Foods you're taking in, the chemical imbalances, certain foods are good for particular types of people, which will then what? Bring your awareness to a certain level where you can relate and have healthy relationships. I strongly can't prove it yet, but I'm pretty sure that everything that's linked to how you eat and what you eat impacts your relationship with others. What are you thinking, Cole? I think there's some uh, truth to that um, because you figure especially the things that are with, within what we call the ingredients or what make up these <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take a, a page out of the ugandan presence playbook the things that we call food <laughs> because we don't know what it is and essentially when you, when you talk about having a, an awareness of understanding the purity of where something came from 
Unfortunately, we're so far removed from the process that we just rely on the grocery store or the person who brought it to the grocery store or the entity that put it in the ground to mm. think that they were doing right by humanity. And all we're figuring out is that it's not mm. the case. Because when you start to look at the periodicals, when you start to read the research, you, you begin to think, see that over time, things have been added, things without your, your consent, and you're just eating it. I had a, a conversation just this morning with a colleague. She said she was at home and she said she's getting rid, getting rid of her clothing because she said she read a study in regards to the type of fabric you put in your skin. But she said, you'd be amazed at how we went from 100% cotton or wool or whatever to now some of your stuff is poly this, urethane that. She said, you're looking at it, it looks the same, but when you look at the tag, it's some random uh, a creation that it was made up in the laboratory to cut costs or whatever reason. And these are things that cover the essence of who you are, your skin, so your pores, your body, all those chemicals that just rest on you. We, we don't know what the causes or the effects of these type of things that we're doing. Because when you, when you think back, when you look at the beginning of time and everything was what you, Adam and Eve, they were covered by what? Leave. And then as animals began to come in the picture, animal skin. Something that was alive. It was natural. Natural. Today, mm-hmm. everything that we, we touch is unnatural. It's fake. It's been created. It's some concoction that mimics the mm. natural, but it's not. And they all have adverse effects because we don't even know where these elements are coming from, how they came to be, the, the, the culmination, the mixture. It, it's just It just doesn't add up. And unfortunately, that's just on a surface level for clothing. But as you mentioned... What are the mm. things that we're digesting? Because we trust that the grocery stores say that what you're eating is organic. What does that mean? Because even within the details of the word, certain things have certain percentages. It may be only have to be 5% organic. Or what does that mean? What does grass fed mean? Does it mean that the animal or what is free range? Like there's the language itself tells you, but you have to then inquire to understand what exactly am I paying for? Because I know I'm paying extra money for this item. But am I getting the quality that I'm assuming I should be getting? But yeah, all of that plays a role mm-hmm. until, as you mentioned, self-awareness. And I think as um, individuals, a part of that understanding, that knowledge of self and knowledge of your surrounding, that's where that lifelong learning comes into play. Because our school system is not going to teach you that. Your, your, your parental, your household is mm-hmm. not going to teach you that. So if you're not inquisitive, you're not always learning, asking questions, trying to understand the world around you. You'll just fall into the matrix and just begin to accept everything. And then we'll begin to accept the diseases. We'll begin to accept that, oh, that's just normal. It's not normal because 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, the things that you're encountering didn't exist. You gotta ask yourself, why is that? What changed? And a lot of it, as you said, goes back to the food. We've talked about in previous pods where we realized the birth of the fast food industry. How did that come to be? That is in synonymous with the workforce, the expansion of the workforce, the lack of time, the lack of care, the lack of understanding, it's in a nutshell, the lack of love. Because now we have now uh, given ourselves and our families the health nutrition, which is probably the one of the most important elements that you're in control of. Because, mm. because mm. We, we talk about nurturing, we talk about creation, we talk about being caretakers. Like nutrition is paramount in your existence because if you have bad nutrition, 
-hmm. your organs, your system, this machine that you call your body, your heart is not operating at its full maximum Mm -hmm. capacity. What do we do? We're in societies now where we drive everywhere. We don't even walk. We have to take time out to exercise when our bodies and the way we were created to be, life is exercise. Walking is natural, but we've put ourselves in elements where now we have to live unnaturally. Now we have to take time out to go and lift barbells when, as you mentioned, we should be what? In the wilderness as the, as, as the hunters and gatherers did. They were lifting trees, chopping. That stuff takes physical energy. That's why they did. Man, I was tired after the whole day, bro. I was like, yo, I don't, I didn't do anything. But yes, you yes, were. You were walking up and down, just doing, trying to feed cattle. And he was actually living life the way it was supposed I to was live. I was farmer, farmer, yow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you see how these lumberjacks, these hillbilly boys in the Midwest who are really connected to logging, stuff like that. These dudes are massive and strong. They play ball, they be like, you. <laughs> A different level of strength. Hey. These city boys can't do nothing with them. Nah. But but it's, but it's, it's all connected. You know, you made up something, mm-hmm. you, and you said something that was really powerful that I want to go back to about, once again, we read the scriptures because it's been presented to us from a religious context. But the Most High specifically told, especially our people, he told the firstborn, don't mix materials, cotton, wood, linen. He was being very, at the beginning, told us don't mix it because like you said, the pores. I was reading a study and you know, they say it's not, we don't know if it's absolutely true or not, but the increase of fibroids that even our women are experiencing is based on when you buy those mater- those uh, like lotions, what says no paraben, no sulfates, no this, no that. And it has so much plastic in it that it's in the weaves and in the shampoo and young women are having major non-cancerous tumors on their ovaries and stuff of that nature and they're tying it to some of the things that we're wearing so goes back to what we talked about a couple weeks ago with vanity the concoctions are not only in the materials where they're mixing polyester with half of it is plastic half is this and that which is going into the pores but then they put another concoction coat on it which is a layer of vanity you look cool if you have this hair weave because now it gives you a sense of identity and in 1953 we i think i sent it to you there was a a a small clip i saw on tiktok where they were saying how to sell to the negro the negro wants to feel like he's somebody so if you attach names and brand you're going to get them every time so the brother was sitting there with those you know big bang hats like he was a duke ellington at the cotton club and was feeling better he said all of us love it but the negro especially because of the detriment the deficiency that he's coming from and they're just making that on the surface level but the deeper insufficiency is we lost connection with the land we don't even love the land we don't even like the land because of how we were abused and how the land is currently being abused and how we're being abused if you personify the land whatever the land's going through who else is going through that there you go in Chronicles, because the way the Most High created, he said, I will heal the land, get back to the land because I told you to be the caretakers of the land. That was Adam's job, was to take care of the land. That was beautiful, as you said. They were unashamed because they were one with the land until they became aware of themselves. They stepped outside of their already God nature or the Most High's nature in them and was trying to go through a sub power, which was Satan and his angels, his fallen ones, his entities that threw humanity off and that has reverberated through 
all of the seeds of Adam. So we are constantly dealing with that. So unless we get back to the land or become more aware of the things that we're wearing and people will say, well, are you a tree hugger? Yes. You, you can't make fun of me when I'm at a different level of consciousness and vibration and understanding. Like those lower term words never affected me since I was a child, but even more so now because I realize that's the trick. You're trying to make me not love the land because once I become more connected in that space, then I rise as an individual which supersedes what education could ever teach me because all education is doing is teaching you how to operate within the confines of this particular system, but it's not showing you how to operate in life in general. So parents interfacing with your children and giving them the keys of life, teaching them the principles laid in scripture and what you've experienced on top of what they learn from school, then school becomes beneficial. But if you just send them over to school, that's giving your children over to another group that doesn't have your best interest in mind. So we understand you understand you live in this environment for now, but you need to be consciously aware of where things are going and where it's heading and being prepared because mm -hmm. the scripture talks about the lamps and the virgins who those who were holding their lamps in the one group, the first five were like lollygagging and say, oh, we'll do it later. It's Ready. not that serious. You taking it too far. All the stuff you hear today, people always think things are taken too far until it's too late. I didn't you know, get know what I'm saying. But it's Oh, but all right, now. no one has excuses because the, the the most I said in the last days through the prophet Daniel that knowledge would increase on such a high level. Right now, you have access to so much information. And you're hearing these things now. The key is whatever your heart's desire. Say, remember what they will give over to their own lust. So if your intention and lust is to become like someone else because you don't know who you are and you think that your identity comes from what you make or what you have or da da da, da then you are in a heap of trouble trust me been there done that and it is not a productive um outcome regardless of how much you think you're making because all it takes especially if it's not yours for one thing to come up it can be sickness or or them saying you did something that you didn't do or you have to be on pins and needles you can't say this because you may be considered as hate speech or or do you well, they, they just don't have peace at all there's a, there's a lot mm -hmm. of people you'll be amazed they're just empty because mm -hmm. because it's it's one thing to be good at something like look, look at an athlete there as mm -hmm. there's some athletes who are born with uh skills and abilities or not everybody could be 610 so you you can't fulfill that role but some people are just born in so you know how like we used to see tall guys and be like, dang, if I was his age or his height, man, I would be such and such. That person has mm -hmm. no aspiration to do that. But they, the society sometimes will look at them and be like, what a waste. <laughs> what a waste. Why? Because this person doesn't have the ability or is, or is on the same wavelength or ideals that you think they should be doing. Why? Mm. At the end of the day is to gain some type of notoriety or get some type of fame or some type of uh, money or currency attached to it. But that's where there's a lot of emptiness. And there's a lot of people who seemingly have it all, but when you get to know who they are, you'd be like, dang, you just, ah. Uh. And, and to back. add to what you're saying, even with relationships, you need to push into that a little bit more too. Now, the relationship with the land, if you don't have a good relationship with the land, then you, you can't have a relationship with the father. You already, then that means you can't have a relationship with yourself. So those three areas of the land, the father, yourself, now you see why relationships with others, because you don't even love yourself. He said, do you unto others as you want done unto you or love your All neighbors as you love yourself. All dysfunction. Have you noticed? And, and I used to see this with my mom because she would watch Dr. Oz. 
But every time you see these doctors, even when you go to the doctor, doctors are old, but why they look young, vibrant, healthy? I say, you guys don't eat the same foods or do the same things of the people that you serve. It's just, there's no mm -hmm. way. Because mm -hmm. even before organic became a thing, I used to hear it. And mm -hmm. this was even before um, the whole food aids. So it's like, nah, don't eat these things. Or when you go here, don't go here. Go to a farmer's market. But this is not something or message that was highly um, publicized. But in their own circles, the very thing that everyone does, they don't even touch it. They don't do it. But it also mm -hmm. comes like when you, when you talk about um, when, you, when you become aware, understanding that knowledge, because this is something that has gone on for so long, you've been accustomed to it. Like as you, you say, you've given yourself over. You, you've kind of given all your inhibitions over where to now you're out of control. And because you're mm -hmm. out of control, it's very difficult for you to now just stop poker almost like a person who's used to smoking for 20 years or a person. Some people do it, but the vast majority of people don't. So mm. it takes some type of outside intervention, some type of system, some type of mechanism to cause you to kind of want to retract and move away. And oftentimes, from a human's perspective, it's pain and suffering. Because we want it so bad, you go through this pain and suffering in order to be brought out so you can feel that separation from that thing, from that thing that's holding you. With materialism, whether it's envy, whether it's matter of the hearts, pain, we talk about relationships. A lot of the things that happen that manifest between uh, interpersonal relationships with people is usually from external sources. Is sometimes things of the past, things that you mm. were accustomed to, things that you were made aware too soon, things that you have um, that have been uh, made or revealed to you. Some some tr mm. childhood trauma, some other people's traumas that you were just around, almost like a. Uh, we talk about being unequally yoked. I remember you used to always give a example of two cat, two cattle or two cow together, one alive and one dead, and mm. one having to drag and carry the weight. And over time, the sickness from the other will begin to permeate and now affect that the one that's whole. And oftentimes, a lot of people are going through, through life with that same type of imagery. They've been around sickness so long that now over time, they're starting to be accustomed to being and living in that form of sickness. So when you talk mm. about it, is dysfunctional around. So going back to what you even said earlier about the land, about grass, about understanding what type of grass are the cattle on the farm going to be eating? Because that's ultimately the food that's going to cause them to grow. And then ultimately, when they become food for humans, that is ultimately the thing that's going to be injected in your body. So when we talk about pesticides, we talk about mm. steroids, talk about hormones. All this stuff is being passed on because if the initial seed, if the initial process is unclean, everything after that is going to be affected. And we see that through mm -hmm. life. We see that through life. And it doesn't so this these are this is the type of awareness you gotta understand. There's nothing new under the sun. This is why science, math, everything has a formula. You look at calories. If you, you want to lose weight, they say what? Go on a calorie deficit. That means what? Now your intake is different. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's doing what? Hey, I think fasting, 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 fasting. The scriptures told you about fasting a long time ago. But now we want to use it to vanity to lose weight. But also, it's a cleansing process. It's about cleansing. Definitely. And you're not even understanding that the reason why you separate yourself from that food because you're A, disciplined, but B, also, you're cleansing the impurities. Because this is why when you go and now, all of a sudden, you're more keen, you're more aware. Mm -hmm things that you've never thought before now you're more razor sharp to focus because 
you've denied the flesh which has mm. distracted you all this time because of the toxins because of your overindulgence now mm. you are the sharpest tool ever and, you, mm. and you're not and you're not consuming food it's natural the elements the 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 cheat code whatever you want to call it is all the descriptions it was there from the beginning yes, <laughs> but that's it. You know, that, that's it so for people who don't believe like atheists or at some point in time you have to look around you and see you know what this thing didn't just come into be just by happenstance this was systematically in order you can not believe how the world came to be but there is a god somewhere because everything we do is calculated it's str- strategic and everything has a purpose you know so understanding nature this is why now i don't really mosquitoes don't bother me that much because i know their purpose in in in, in our ecosystem because without them that's going to cause harm to the pollinators so now i'm not going out here to go get some spray to now infect the air quality that we're going to breathe in just because of so-called an annoyance because this thing this thing bit me eh they're supposed to that's what they do but they have a greater purpose that helps us sustain in everything we do in life Right. Mm-hmm. And the respect for everything that has an essence. And the more you become aware of that, then your relationships, a lot of the relational issues or the toxicity, as they say now, that is permeating our culture comes from very, uh, we use the term vain, but things that don't matter. Selfishness. Oh, he don't do this. If this person ain't doing this, if they're not serving you we, we, they see they mix terms that sound right but it's still surface stuff it's about the end goal is me narcissism if it's coming to me if it's working out for me and most of it is based on what money which is a cycle because money goes in comes out goes through this goes through. so you're constantly in the in the wheel so the cool thing about the bte farms and the things that we're doing that's regenerative not only what's good for the environment and the land the pollinators, the habitats, the hedgerows to bring in to invite species that have uh, that are indigenous and getting rid of the evasive um, species that come in. You see a lot of that in nature itself, and they change the quality of the land because they they've been rooted or uprooted from other places and pushed into that particular land, and then they multiply themselves. So whoever you let into your garden, whoever you let into your land, know that thorns rocks all kinds of things are going to come and if you don't understand its purpose and how to use it then it can become a detriment to you so it's really important now some of the things that we're wanting to do is to bring that awareness to bring healing everything we're doing moving forward or has been is about bringing healing to the land bringing healing to the communities bringing healing we are the conduits of the most highest healing power that is reaching out to you because we'll be having courses, we'll be having retreats, we'll be having different things where you can come in and reconnect with the Most High. When you touch nature and you begin to get into the fields, like we have a big forest on on the property that freedom, whereas forest we call it forest bathing. Some of the Asian nations that do a lot of uh, meditation, times of prayer, where you're just communing with the Creator and seeing it, Him in all His glory. When you see, when you hear the frogs and you hear the cicadas and you hear the crickets and you hear all these different elements going on from that different perspective, like you said, where it's not like a nuisance, but it's more about, wow, they are put here 
for one specific portion of creation that is a part of the overall ecosystem that keeps me alive right now. For instance, like the trees, being in all those trees and not around smog, just breathing in pine, just clearing out the lungs, even as we were coming out of our own fast as a group. When you, when you join together and you move in those spaces and you reconnect, then your relationships become a lot more healthy because you have a more broader perspective on life, that you are a miracle and that everyone around you who's living every essence of life, everything that has any life form to it, trees are alive. They speak their own language. We're learning about how fungus or mycelium runs through the tree networks, all of our internet, all that stuff, they learned it from nature. The root works, that's what the fallen was teaching the sons of men. So all this stuff we have now, the web and all that stuff comes from the way nature has been created. And if you're attached or detached from nature, when they bring it to you like, oh, this is so cool. Like uh, the, the spiders and these groups of animals and insects been doing that, they just studied them and was able because the Most High gave us the power to create, to take those different elements and make it work for humanity for good, but now it's being used for evil because you don't know where it comes from. But if you knew where it came from, you will become more conscious to not misuse some of the great gifts and technologies that have been created that is just a replicas of things that is already existent in nature. Mm -hmm. So we will be going into deeper concepts around relationships because uh, we've heard a lot of uh, talk, people asking how to have stronger relationships, you know, growing up, people used to stay married for 50, 60 years or could relate to different people, not just in a marriage relationship. Sometimes you can't get along with your coworkers. What is the key to having healthy relationships around you? Short of it, internal health, knowing oneself, understanding oneself, then you can have healthy relationships with others. That's it, that's it, being self-aware. That self-awareness piece is mm -hmm. uh, it's critical uh, because once you do it, that, that can kind of uncover the bandages and as long as you're brave enough to be able to stand in front of the mirror to really take a uh, an audit or self-evaluation of who you are, then you wouldn't feel insecure. You wouldn't feel fearful to allow somebody else to see naked in the sense that who you really are. So we can see you on TV. We can see you in your glory, but ultimately, who's the real person that nobody gets to experience? That's the ultimate level of vulnerability for a lot of people. And unfortunately, we live in a world where Everybody else only wants to show their best. They only want to show what they mm. think people want to see, not the real people, the real person. This is why oftentimes, even a lot of entertainers and famous people, they, they hear drugs, oppression, because they can't be who they want to be because they can only be who uh, the marketeers and the people will have promoted them to be. And then that's where that imbalance, that's where that rage, and that's where all the dysfunction comes in. We saw with Michael Jackson, you just can't be a regular kid. No, we need you to be this. So you see from his childhood all the way till death, always fighting that turmoil. Couldn't be who he wanted to be. And unfortunately, we have to be as humans to see like, oh, yeah, that's all. Yeah, don't force your children to do it. Or you yourself, don't sometimes don't take that route because that could be very, very detrimental. Just being honest, being truthful and being okay with who God made you be. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, and discovering that because it's its mm -hmm. own process. But we will catch up with you next time. <laughs>